I want to talk to you about Good Ranchers. If you are looking for really good food, good meat, good chicken, uh, and good seafood, get it from America in the first place. I didn't know this, but you'll see the little flags on meat. Have you ever seen that on the little trays? And it'll have a little flag. It's a product of USA. Yeah. That's, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't? it doesn't mean. Wait, you're you're saying, telling me I can't trust little flags and food? <laughs> you cannot trust it. What? Here, here's the thing. Ranchers are really getting screwed right now. And this is part of the whole thing with, you know, uh, ESG. Do you know over in the Netherlands? Where was it exactly? They are now teaching in school kids to eat bugs. Not kidding. Support our ranchers, please. Get your 100% American meat delivered to the door right now during Good Ranchers' October Feast Festival. Uh, They have two pounds of Wagyu beef and two and a half pounds of their better-than-organic chicken free with any purchase of their bundle boxes. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. Do it today. Sick, twisted freak, welcome. It is Friday. News on the election. Herschel Walker. And so much more in 60 seconds. All right. It's coming up. Don't we have some? You pointed and she hit it. That's what happened. You oh, pointed. Okay. You were doing number one and doing... you pointed and it, you hit it. And oh, now you're right. That's why. This is the I'm Radio sorry, Hall of Fame. He, instead of just going with it and starting stop, the commercial. Stop, stop, stop. Stop uh, the music. Stop the music. Can we eject stop him? The is there an ejector seat in the Radio no, Hall of I'm Fame? No, I'm in. You can't. You cannot I... impeach me. You cannot impeach me. If we have a, maybe we can get a riot started around the Radio Hall of Fame that burns to the ground stop, so they can forget you're in it. It's Friday, and it's coming up in 60 seconds. Thank you. Now, wow. That was great. <laughs> Gerald wrote it. Just stations, edit this. Yeah, that's okay. okay. Just edit this part out. Uh, Gerald wrote in about his wife's experience with Relief Factor. It's Friday. I, I can't tell you how little I care. Uh, Gerald wrote in and said, I brought Relief Factor for my wife, and what a transformation it has made. She went from complaining of different pains and stiffness from arthritis to feeling great and being able to do things she hadn't been able to do in years. I'm telling you, happy wife, happy life. Oh, Gerald. Oh, don't we know it. Don't we know it. God built men. It gave us a gift of not really caring about whatever, honey. Now, they they have this weird system bug in them. It's a glitch in their system that they actually do care, and they want our opinion. Why don't you ever care about that? Because I just want you to be happy. That's all I want. Just want to be happy. 
happy. Anyway, uh, Gerald found the secret is Relief Factor. It's helping his wife could help you get your life back with relieffactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF, 1-800. It is amazing that this show is in the Radio Hall of Fame. And, and like one of the leading broadcasts in America now. That's incredible. It used to mean something. You've seen where the standards have gone in this country. Oh my gosh, we are toast as a nation. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com or 800-4-RELIEF. All right. All right. So Herschel Walker's joining us in a few minutes, and I just, I just wanted to... I just wanted to play this uh, clip. Uh, He was in an interview with NBC News. He was asked, um, you know, anything Biden does that you support? You are going to have to work with President Biden and Democrats in order to get anything done. That's right. So let me ask you, can you name one thing that President Biden has done that you support? One thing that he's done that I support. Mm -hmm. (sighs) He eat a lot of ice cream. (laughs) <laughs> Herschel joins us in just a few minutes now things are starting to look pretty darn good um things are looking really good in the latest polls and there's there's little things like nearly 80 percent of voters oppose transgender procedures on minors 80 80 I, I mean, let's be honest about that number it's way too low it is. I mean, it's, the, the numbers should be, and probably throughout all of human history, has been 100%. Yep. So 80% seems good. But it's but not. It, it's not. It's just, again, <laughs> our standards yes. are so low. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's a 50% uh, gap for Biden on parents. Mm. He's 50 points in the hole with parents. Well, do you need that demographic though? Just parents. <laughs> Just parents. I mean, come of on. all colors. You need no. them all. <laughs> I mean, parents again. You don't need every little yeah, subgroup. Yeah, and they're so. I mean, okay, leave it to Beaver. Who's got parents anymore? And they can replace the parents with the, uh, you know, the Q and the I and the A. Yeah. In LGBTQQIA two plus. I mean, he probably has 80 percent of the two spirits. Oh my god! And you, gosh. you don't even talk about yeah, that. I don't even talk about. That. No, you're that has been a group that has been overlooked for too long. Very much. And I am glad they're looking at those two spirit people. Do you if I were to ask you right now? Yeah. If the, you're on a quiz show. Yes. The the dramatic music starts playing. Yes. A million dollars on the million board. Million dollars. Define what a two spirit is. Could you do it? <laughs> Glenn Beck, uh, $45 million on the line. Two spirits. You can either it keep it or you can donate it to your favorite charity. Yes, it's, here's what it is, Bob. Uh, <laughs> it is someone who has the spirit of an ancestor, if you're indigenous, and the spirit of a wolf. No! <laughs> you win nothing! <laughs> what is a two-spirit? A two-spirit is a person who identifies as having both a masculine and feminine spirit. What the hell is... Wait a minute. That's... That's... Uh, uh, that's not bi. What's the new word for bi? Uh... I don't know! <laughs> You've lost! Congratulations! You know what? 
We should not play this game no. in real life. No, <laughs> no, no, no I don't not. mean because you're laughing like, no, 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 because we'll be in trouble. No, I'm saying we shouldn't <laughs> play this game in real life. Who cares if we're in trouble? No, I don't This care. is a made-up language. They are using it to destroy us. And I'm beginning to think it's intentional, Stu. No. Yes. When did you stumble on that? Well, listen to this. Bill Gates has just come out and he said, you know, the Russian invasion of Ukraine is going to be good in the long run because it'll help us move to green energy faster. Now, I'm just saying he's also a guy who is for some would call it birth control. Some would call it a one-child policy. Some would call it just getting rid of the excess people. (laughs) Um, And all of these things seem to be going that direction. Mm. I'm going to give you a hint on something we're going to talk about, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. We found an old document, and you might have heard it, but we stumbled on it again because we Googled two words. And these two words are starting to pop up, and we didn't we didn't know what we would find. We just Googled these two words, and something popped up, and we're like, whoa, wait a minute. And it's two words that are being used right now by the left all the time. We stumbled into a document from 1969 that pretty much explains... Everything they're doing in our schools and abortion and everything else. Mm. So we're going to give that to you on Monday. Excited? Yeah. Yeah. We found the T4 program that's happening here in America. You know, that's where they were gassing people before they came up with the gas chamber. It's great. No, that's not it. But it's just as exciting as that. Mm. Okay. That sounds exciting. Yeah, no, actually I'm I'm kind of in a flippant mood today because and I don't put any stock in this, but a man's got to live. I'm kind of excited because of all the polls and the way things are looking. Yeah, you know, you got to have some excitement here. Uh, there the the or at narrative least a little hope. The narrative has died. Oh. It's passed away. We've lost it. Uh, wait, it's getting sick. Uh, oh no! It's, it's on dead. the edge. It's dead. Uh, this is where's the body? Oh, we incinerated it. Oh, I mean, uh, we're thinking about incinerating that. Mm. The narrative TM it mm. was, of course, one of these things that we've been told for months yeah. that the Democrats were going to overturn the normal re- the normal midterm election. This is going to be different this time because yeah. of all the ext- extreme policies yeah. of the right. And we are going to see a Democratic um, uh, win, at least in the Senate for sure, and maybe even the House too. Who knows? So I'm thinking November 9th. That's the day after. It's the 8th is the election, right? Yes. Yeah, November 9th. Do you remember the movie Red Dawn? Yeah. I'm kind of thinking it's a little like that, except except the Soviets aren't invasing, invading. The Americans are invading the Marxists. You know what I mean? Just saying, hmm. Red Dawn, look for it. Wait, so Red Dawn meaning Red State Dawn? Yes. Yeah, okay. right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, sorry, it took me a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it looks really, you know, really good. Monmouth University poll released yesterday. Latest to suggest the 2022 election is moving in the GOP's direction. 
It shows Republicans with a four-point lead on the question of uh, the um, which American, which uh, which party Americans want to mm-hmm. run Congress. It's called the generic ballot question. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it, four points doesn't sound like a lot, but this is typically a number that holds a lead for Democrats. It's usually a few points on the Democratic side in a normal static election. Yeah. So when when Republicans lead this by a point. Usually it's a solid win for Republicans. When they get to three and four points, usually you're getting wave elections in that sort of uh, climate. Uh, other high-profile media polls test the generic ballot as well. 538's average shows Republicans ahead now for the first time since early August. Then The lead is narrow. But we're seeing now some really weird polling on some of these races that you would never expect to be competitive. Let's say that's weird in a good way. I... Like Stranger like, Things is stranger, but in a good way. Right. It's like if a supermodel hits on you, that's weird. That's weird. Right. But it's a supermodel. But it's a great right. weird. It's Correct. One, it's one of the best weirds. Got it. Right. Got it. So that's kind of what we're seeing. Right. If Caitlyn Jenner hits on me, that too is weird, but not so good. Right. Different right. kind of weird. Yes. Different weird. Yes. So uh, let me give you a couple examples of this. Uh, first of all. Uh, in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Now, Gretchen Whitmer was supposed to win this race by double digits, maybe Yavol. high single digits yeah. if, if things don't go well, yeah, right? Sure. And and I, I I'm being honest with you here. When I see polls that I think to myself that's too good to be true, I usually dismiss dismiss them, them because I I don't think we should have nice things. Yeah. We can't have nice things. <laughs> well, the kids have broken everything. The kids have broken so everything. They they've can't. broken everything. America. This is why we don't have nice things. <laughs> right. Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, latest poll out from Michigan has right. Gretchen Whitmer only up two points in this race. Now, you, we talked to uh, Steve Dace on the election coverage last week on yeah. your program. Uh-huh. And Steve was super uh, optimistic. Oh, about my gosh. What we might. He's very, very optimistic. I, I wanted to marry him. Right. <laughs> uh, and, but he this is the one state he said he didn't think. He was not optimistic about was Michigan. This is the one state he's like, they just don't have their, their stuff together up there right. and they're not going to be able to pull it off. Now we have a two point race. How about the governor of uh, Minnesota? Now, governor of Minnesota, where this is clearly going to go to the Democrats way. Latest poll, a tie in Minnesota. Kathy Hochul in New freaking York. New York. You remember this state, Glenn? We're now seeing multiple polls. Between two and five points, where Kathy Hochul is only up by just a little bit. Okay, so um, remember the conversation we had on your show. Yeah. <laughs> we got too many we, shows we around too many here. shows, and we talked to uh, each other too but, often. But remember, we were talking on your show, and you said, how do you feel about it? And I said, well, here's how I would feel 10 years ago. Like in normal circumstances. Right, yeah. but now that America has gone insane, <laughs> right. yeah. you know, you're like, pedophilia wait a minute yesterday pedophilia was wrong you're okay with it today now i can't predict (laughs) i can't predict it gets gets hard got it but if i go back to 10 years ago when i felt america had some sense i told you i felt it was like reagan mondale which was just a sweep for for uh, the republicans i mean it was wow 49 to one right yeah 49 to one i there is a chance, there's a chance that that could be this again. Well, remember in New Jersey, we had this election, uh, was it last year? 
I'm trying to remember now. All the years are running together. Mm. Uh, where the all of a sudden, Phil Murphy, who was the governor there, almost lost to the Republican. Mm-hmm. And there's always been this thing that happens in New Jersey in particular. I notice it every election cycle where there's always a poll that shows up and it's like, wow, Republicans are kind of in the game here. And then Republicans get all excited and they lose by 12. Yeah, That's the typical yeah. thing that happens in New Jersey. Well, it didn't end that way. He barely lost. The Republican barely lost in that race. And we're seeing now multiple polls that are signifying close races in places like New York, in places like Michigan, in places uh, like Minnesota, where you would not expect them. Yeah. And um, in Connecticut, there's a poll out. I know. In Connecticut, which is not, this is not supposed to happen, in case you're wondering, where, um, here it is. Bloomingdale's or whatever his name is. Bloomingdale's, yes. Richard Blumenthal (laughs) is up by only five points in Connecticut. In Connecticut. Now, this doesn't mean necessarily that Richard Blumenthal is going to lose. But what it does indicate is a climate that is rapidly shifting against Democrats and toward Republicans. And I have to tell you, Blumenthal is wholly unlikely, uh, un- unlikable. Oh, I mean, there is nothing likable about that guy. <laughs> but many of the voters in Connecticut are also wholly unlikable. Right. I, I grew up so, there. I know. Yeah, so, I was one of them for yeah, a long time. I mean, Very there's unlikable. a lot of them that you're like, wow, I don't like you. A lot of people didn't like me. And <laughs> right. I was there for a long time. So I understand you are right on this. Right. So I have on the ground research mm-hmm. on this particular one. Uh, Ned Lamont, the terrible governor of Connecticut, also only up single digits, only by seven points. These are the type of things that point to a real wave for Republicans. If they can, if they can keep these types of races close, what's going to happen in a purple district? This is not a Connecticut is not a purple state. No, this is a state where if you're a Democrat and you're able to wake up, you win. And as Fetterman's showing, (laughs) even if you don't, you may very well win. By the way, uh, one thing I've been complaining about on Fetterman quickly is that we still have not seen one single solitary poll that shows Oz ahead. We did, however, yesterday get one where they are tied for the first time. Right. So this race is closed from 21 to zero. Right. Amazing. Uh, there's also something out that is a little disturbing. Uh, the rumor now that his wife would finish his term if he can't, if he can't compete. She's an outright communist. I mean, that's not. I mean, he kind of is, too. But well, she, are you yeah, saying? but. Mm-hmm. She's kind of the leader of the it's kind of like Barack Obama is the moderate one with Michelle Obama right in the room. Right, you know, right. It's kind of like that. Ah. All right. Back in just a second. Imagine if somebody had the audacity to tell you that you should spend some time working on yourself before you try to go out and fix all the world's problems. <laughs> Imagine that that who could possibly. Well, Jordan Peterson did that. But oh, that's who Jordan Peterson. He's got a new book out. Well, he doesn't have a new book out. He has a book out with the Tuttle Twins. It is the Tuttle Twins 12 Rules Boot Camp. You can get this book free right now. And it tells your kids, it teaches them why all these things that you're like, clean your room, set up straight, don't tell a lie, don't compare yourself to others. Why all those things are true in a way they can understand. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go get this book free today. You just pay, I think it's 99 cents for the shipping, something like that. Um, today is the last day, so get it now. Tuttle Twins and the 12 Rules Boot Camp. While supplies last, today is it. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. 
you have any more good news? Before you get to the good news, do we have the violin or the sad piano or anything, Sarah? Because this is a very, very sad story. (sighs) Moping around the White House, the president is telling everyone who will listen. The media just doesn't get him. My gosh, there, there's been a fundamental disbelief, particularly among the D.C. East Coast press corps, uh, that tactics wrong, and that I, my ability to do the things that I said I would do are, are not happening. There are reams and reams of headlines and tweets from reporters declaring that my agenda is dead, and, but, it, but they just don't get me. They just don't get me. Oh. So I'm, I'm sad for him. I'm really sad for him. You know who also said this? Who was mentally impaired? Uh, Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, he had the stroke, and then he became like Fetterman and couldn't do anything. Uh, kind of like Biden, really. Um, except there's no stroke. He's just uh, lost his mind. Um, he said, uh, you know, they don't understand. The people just don't understand. He was the first guy to go, hey, we should have everything run by elites, kind of like we're doing now. And they don't understand. The people just have to be educated. We just have to keep telling them what's right. Yeah, yeah. And then he went on a big tour, very unpopular tour, where he was like, another thing I want to say here, you just don't understand me. Didn't work well. Didn't work well. <laughs> I'm surprised. It seems yeah. to work well these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a president who uh, basically copies that speech mm-hmm. and uh, the Senate mm-hmm. candidate. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's so bizarre. You have Fetterman, who's a candidate that it, obviously he can't communicate. Mm-hmm. With this, this much we know. Uh, he would be a terrible senator if he could communicate. And that's an important part of this. But also a guy who held a black man at gunpoint for running through his neighborhood. A man who uh, vandalized businesses in his own town and was caught on camera doing it. This is a guy who's who lived with his parents until he was almost 50 years old and his claim to fame is uh, being the mayor of a town of 1,700 people. This is what the Democrats are putting up and we're supposed to accept. It's pretty You pathetic. forgot the fact of his fashion sense. It might be that he just is so pulled together as uh, a human being. Okay. He doesn't look like a guy who lived in mom and dad's basement until 50. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. Imagine, can you imagine living in your parents' house till you're 50 years old? What a loser. Um, anyway, imagine your car is just broken down on the side of the road. You're facing the grim reality that you're going to be on the hook for several thousand dollars now just to get it fixed. Um, you know, if you can fix it, you know, um, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? How much is it going to cost? How are you going to pay for it? There is um, when your warranty runs out, you need car health insurance. And it works exactly the same way. I mean, if you're going to you'll pay for the sniffles. Uh, if your car has the sniffles, but if your car has mechanical cancer, you got it. This is to help you so you don't lose track of your whole life financially. Car Shield will have your back when your car breaks down, all the way from the rental car and all of that stuff. You don't have to worry about paying and then being reimb- uh, uh, reimbursed. Car Shield takes care of it start to finish. 
carshield.com slash Beck, carshield.com slash Beck, 800-391-8888, 800-391-8888. All the best election coverage here on blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Herschel Walker is coming up next. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We are uh, thrilled to uh, welcome the next senator from the great state of Georgia, Heisman Trophy winner, Herschel Walker. Hello, Herschel. How are you, sir? Hello there, sir. How are you doing? <clears throat> Very good. <clears throat> I'm glad to see that you are um, you're holding it together. We had a real concerns, uh, Herschel, Stu and I. We talked about it. You are a good guy, nice guy. You had your issues in the past, but you dealt with them and you were forthcoming. But to be in your position, we knew they were coming after you with everything and anything they could think of. And they have. <clears throat> and you have held up remarkably well under this uh, pressure. I, I don't know of I don't think I've. Can you think of another person that is not political at all that got in and was able to withstand the storm that he's stood well you know to be honest with you i can't think of anyone that's ever done it but i can say this is you know i believe in the lord jesus and i told you when i got in this race this is much bigger than Herschel walker yeah i know see that right now that they would do and say anything for this seat the seat is so important to them that if they have to destroy me, they're going to try it. But they they don't realize that I told them I have the Lord Jesus on my side and I'm going to fight through it. And I fought through it. And right now they're nervous. They're scared to death right now. So they're going to come back with something else. But I think after that debate, he saw then that he was that wolf in sheep clothing that I've called him out on. And I'm going to go after him even more and let him know that he's been a terrible senator for Georgia. He's a terrible senator, senator for the United States. His voting record has been terrible, the same as Biden's voting record has been terrible, what he's done to this country, and I'm going to keep fighting. Um, Herschel, I, I Googled you this morning um, and just put the uh, – Herschel Walker clicked on news. You know, they can change elections. We know this. Google can change elections by just changing the order of stories. Listen to the way Google is trying to come after you. First story. Herschel Walker calls his mental illness cured. Experts say not so simple. Um, uh, Daily Beast um, tuning out the news. Prank calls Herschel Walker. I wanted to report a crime. Uh, CNN opinion. The real Herschel Walker problem. Uh, Newsweek. There are two preachers. Herschel Walker is no choice for the faithful. Uh, another one from the Daily Beast that isn't good. Um, you've got one. That is from Fox News. That is decent. Then The Guardian, bad. Again, MSNBC. There is nothing except one story at the bottom of the page from Fox News. That's okay. Why do they hate you so much? Why are they so afraid of you? Well, they're afraid of me because I'm a black man that I have my own thoughts. I have my own thoughts, and they're afraid that if I... Uh, let everyone know that, you know, you can have your own thoughts, that they can't just rude me. They're not going to just have, uh, they're going to just tell me what to do. Uh, and I think that's the reason they're so afraid of me and that I will speak my mind, that I will go to Washington and fight for what every person that went to Washington was supposed to do. 
So they're scared to death of me, and I told them no weapon formed against me will prosper. They have continued to write all those things, but right now, Senator Warnock is either behind me or we're tied, and he's spent almost $60 million That's already. Crazy. Which means it's maybe time for him to go. What are people saying on the ground? Have you talked to people that did vote for Herschel Walker that are yeah. or voted for Biden and have seen the light? Well, you know, what people are saying is that, you know, they're, they're, they're so glad that I've stayed above all the trash, all the family stuff and all this. They want to know about what I'm going to do for them, because right now this economy is bad. You know, uh, they and you know, and one thing about it is Raphael Warnock got a pass. He got a pass that he has not dealt with. My pass has been very transparent. He's got a pass that he hadn't dealt with, and I, I wouldn't bring it up because I, I said it's not about what he's done in his family life. It's what he's done as a senator. As a senator, he voted to put men and women sports, which we disagree with that. He voted against 18,000 border agents. He voted against that. He voted for all this inflation that we have. You know, he voted to have the, the, the for you to pay other people college debt. That's what he wanted to do. So I want to get him out of there because of him as a senator, he's not done a good job. I tell you, I saw the I, I saw the uh, debate between the two of you, and I I thought you did phenomenally well. Um, but uh, you you brought something up that was in the news, and you're quit back to him. I didn't write the story; it was hysterical, um, but. His church and that he's running, his uh, outreach and uh, kind of shelter in a way. I mean, you can rent from the church and live in these apartments. Somebody was behind in rent by twenty eight dollars and they evicted them. Yes, I mean, that's really remarkable. And, you know, he, he gives you Bible verses when he get when he get caught in something. But he, he didn't realize that I know the Bible as well. So I had to say, hey, Senator, instead of you giving me these Bible verses, why don't you read a little bit more of that verse? Because that verse does not say that you're supposed to evict people that are uh, that are hurting. You're not supposed to evict them from their home when you're yet had doubled your salary. Your income has doubled since you got to Washington. Your income doubled, and you're evicting people at $28, $30. And I offered to pay, and, he, uh, and, and, and I hate to say that, he bared false witness up on stage, pretending he knew nothing about it. He pretended. He pretended I did it, like I, and I just found out about it that day. He pretended I did it, and then he brought Dr. King's name in it. And I said, "Being a leader, take responsibility, but then you fix it." And right now, you see in Washington, nobody want to take responsibility. So, how are we ever going to get this fixed? And my question I ask is, they've done this in less than two years, and I want everyone to know if they've done this in less than two years. Think about if we give a senator six more years, what is he going to do to us? Mm. If we get Six more years, what he's going to do to us. We need to stop this right now. So I encourage everyone in Georgia to vote for me, anyone in Texas to vote for someone that believes in America, believes in this Constitution, believes in the Republican Party, because I don't care what color you are. Right now, they don't want a black or brown person in the Republican Party because they know then more are going to come over because they're going to start seeing the light that the Democratic Party just want to continue to hold you down want to continue to think that the government is going to give you something. But no, give me an opportunity. That's all I ask. Give me an opportunity, and I will get it for myself. We're talking to Herschel Walker. Uh, Herschel, during the debate, I was actually impressed they asked this question, because they almost never do, which was, uh, asked Raphael Warnock, do you have any limitations on abortion? Is there any moment before, right before birth that you would, 
you would limit abortion. He completely avoided the question. Do we have any idea? Has he ever stated anything clear on this? Is there any limitation on abortion in the mind of Raphael Warnock? Well, no, it's not. He believes in abortion all the way up to nine months. He believes that if a baby survived in abortion, he would deny that baby medical care. Wow. That is a minister that has. Now, and I said this. Thou shall not kill. That's one of his Ten Commandments. So I ask anyone out there that is thinking about voting for him, if he cannot keep the ultimate oath to our almighty God, do you think he's going to keep it for you? Do you think he's going to keep it for you? Because I, I, I said, it is amazing to me that he's been out there saying all this stuff. And, you know, he even said, America need to apologize for it, whiteness. But yet he's uh, not saying, do you ever think of redemption? Do you think of forgiveness? That's in your Bible. And it's written in your Bible as well, a house divided shall not shall not stand. And these are this is a minister. He should be out preaching togetherness, preaching bringing people together, taking the baton of Martin Luther King, running with it. I, I have to tell you, I think that was the biggest thing I, I walked away uh, from. Here is a guy who's a football player running for an office um, that, you know, everybody said there was no way he could win. Uh, and he's going up against a preacher who is in office. And this preacher looked like almost like an atheist compared to you. I mean, it wasn't hard. Just the questions you were asking him and the way he was answering. No preacher would ever answer questions like that all the way up to birth. And, and see, I don't think people really care that much when it comes to the economy or the abortion issue i think people are picking the economy and what's happening to our children um that's you know abortion is important but what's happening in our schools and what's happening with our uh with our um, uh, money and our jobs is taking a priority but people are against abortion i the majority vast majority of americans are against this extremist view of i can kill a baby on its birthday or if they are born alive and I tried to kill it, I'm just going to let it just I'm going to put it in a closet and let it scream until it dies. Nobody yeah. is for that. These right. guys he, are. He's a preacher. I said, why are you not baptizing that baby? Do you believe in baptism? Since you don't believe in resurrection, do you believe in baptism? Do you believe in forgiveness? Do you believe in anything? And you know, and not that I'm questioning him as a preacher, but if you're going to bring Bible verses up, when you get caught with something, you read the whole scripture. Don't just read half of it. Take what you like out of it. That's not what you do. And I and I just and and I, and I never had a doubt. And I hope you guys believe in me. I oh, never had a doubt that I would beat him in a debate. I never had a doubt. I said because he didn't know who he had, and I think he underestimated me, which he has done very a lot in this as being a senator well i will i I will tell you 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 were pretty brilliant in saying look i'm just a country boy he's he talks for a living i don't i you know i probably i just want to with you know just hold my own there because you lowered expectations uh and when you started i mean i i haven't seen people um that don't do this for a living pivot as well as you do and and even asking the even asked the question on nbc the other day you know what tell me what biden has done that's good well he likes ice cream uh 
brilliant answers. <laughs> really, really good answers. Well, you know, I, I asked anyone else to tell me what he's done that's good. You know, the first thing he did when he got as president, he got rid of the uh, the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah, that was our energy, which now put us in a in an international uh, crisis. Yeah, you know, not just as gas and oil, but also food. You know, he, he put us in a a, a, a very serious crisis by doing that and i don't think people realize that national security you think about national security he just put us in herschel i uh i'm i'm so happy that you're doing well i'm proud uh, of you as a friend and uh i am excited for you giving the democrats the heisman uh throughout your term as senator should you win Thank you very much. How can people help and get involved in your campaign? Well, you know, early voters started here in Georgia on Monday, and I want people, they can go to teamherscher.com, and if you want to contribute to the campaign, or if you know people in Georgia that you get, tell them to vote for Herschel or can do it or not, or volunteer, because we're going to win this seat for the great state of Georgia, but we're also going to win it for America. I think this seat is very very, very uh, important. And I think people can see it, how they would say and do anything to keep power. But they keep power from me. They're going to have to work hard. And I'm willing to work. And I just want people to go to teamherschel.com, find out where I'm going to be speaking, and tell your friends to come out and listen. And and just know that I will fight for Georgia and I'll fight for everyone in America because I believe in this country. I believe in the the people. And everyone in America is my family. And I'm going to fight for my family. God bless you, Herschel. Thank you so much. We have you in our prayers. God bless. God bless. You bet. Herschel Walker, Team Herschel, is the web address. All right. Housing market has begun to calm down a little bit, as long as inflation doesn't ruin things. In fact, you're going to start seeing the price of houses coming down. They haven't yet, but they are starting to come down, and uh, that's going to make a good buying or uh, selling First time buyers, first time home buyers, you're about to be able to get your home and afford it. If you are buying or selling a house because you want to or because you have to, you need the best real estate agent out there. We can help you with that. We can find the one who will align with you, will listen to you has a great track record in the area of getting the best deals getting for the buying and the selling. So if you're buying a house, you know, across the street and you have to sell the other one, or if you're moving across the country, we can help you wherever you are. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. We make sure that they have the same kind of values that you do. These are you honestly, you will become friends, most likely, with some of these people. They're great. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Back Program. There's a, a man named James Gordon Meek. You need to remember that name. This is either a case of horrible journalism uh, from the Rolling Stone magazine, which talked about how he disappeared after he was taken away by some agency in, in black vans in April. This is a journalist for ABC. Nobody seems to care about it. He's missing. 
what happened to him. It's uh, it's a pretty dark story or it's bad journalism. But we have to know which one, because this if they are taking journalists off the street and disappearing them, we're China. We're China. You, I was reading your tweet thread on this. Yeah. Uh, ask some interesting questions. Can I? Read yeah, from? go ahead. Uh, where are all of his friends in journalism? Hmm. If this story from Rolling Stone is true, is there no one? Why is there no one standing up asking what happened to him? The raid happened in April. Does no one at ABC care? He hasn't been seen since. F the raid. Who cares about the raid? The raid. Uh, the FBI raids all kinds of people, innocent or not, nowadays. But where is he? What happened? When did we become Saudi Arabia? This isn't the story of the week. It's the story of the year. ABC News should be too ashamed to continue. I'd like to know what the mood in the newsroom is, knowing full well that you could be disappeared and your journalism employer would act like nothing happened. You go on to ask, you know, maybe it's sloppy journalism from Rolling Rolling Stone and we should not put that past them, but... Why hasn't anyone else tried to follow up on this? Yeah. Where are the answers on the story? This, now, this story has been out for, what, about 40 hours and still nothing. Mm, no weird. response from anyone. What is going on? Where is James Gordon Meek? It's important. It's the First Amendment. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about uh, Grip 6. Paint a picture of the parallel economy here I'm talking to you about all the time. You buy socks from Grip6, for instance. You're not just getting the best socks on the market. You're supporting American jobs and lots of them. Most people don't know. All of our fabric milling equipment sold to Japan. We don't even do it anymore. To make things in America is a Herculean event. We are currently looking for advertisers and people that are trying to put America back into the, the driver's position so we're not uh, depending on everybody. When you buy Grip6 socks or any Grip6 product, you have the, the people who raise the sheep. You have the manufacturers that wash the wool, process it. Then you have the weavers. And these are great socks, really great socks. And they are all Americans from start to finish. This is important. Put your trust in hard-earned money in a company that does it right, right here in America. It's grip6.com slash Beck. Grip6.com slash Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We've had a lot of things going on this week. 
We've had more FACE Act arrests and indictments from the FBI. Um, the Durham uh, investigation and trial is over. And nobody went to jail. I'm a little frustrated by that. How about you? Bill O'Reilly joins us to answer some of these questions that are coming up from these topics. The biggest stories of the week in 60 seconds. What if I told you just with a little bit of time today, you could not only be paying significantly less for your phone service, but also dealing with a company which shares your values. They're not Marxist leftists that want to destroy America. That company is Patriot Mobile, an American company that believes in American values, believes in all of the amendments. Well, maybe not the one about the Senate, uh, but they believe in the Bill of Rights. Patriot Mobile shares your values, will not send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America. They work for conservative causes, not against them. They're in our schools fighting right, as, right alongside parents. And you're going to save money. You'll get the same great cell service. And you have better customer services all here in America. It's patriotmobile.com slash back. Change now. Stand with the people who are standing with you. patriotmobile.com slash back. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. patriotmobile.com slash back. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the program. Where do you want to start, sir? You know, back the big story of the week is that you could be right and I could be wrong. Oh, boy. Oh, I, that just hurt so bad. <laughs> That's really bad. Uh, about Herschel Walker in, uh, in Georgia. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, you were saying, yeah. no, he's going to win. And I was going to say, and I was saying, no, he's going to lose. Well, yeah. Did you see the debate? We just had Herschel on just a few minutes ago. He was for a for a guy who played football his whole life, never really even thought about getting into politics. I thought he handled himself surprisingly well. I think he won the debate because yeah. Warnock is, uh, you know, we vote 98 percent for Biden. I mean, that's all you have to do. Every answer could be. Did you really vote 98% for Biden? <laughs> Every answer. Really? Yeah. Did you yeah. really do that? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we know Georgia, uh, working class state, uh, people getting pounded. Um, Walker, not the most articulate guy in the world. I'm not even going to comment on his overall persona because I don't know. But I think with Kemp going to whack Stacey Abrams, and there's no question that'll happen, that he'll drag uh, Walker across the line, you know, by two or three points. And, Beck, you were perspicacious I, uh, a couple of weeks ago. If I knew that what out. that word meant, I would be thrilled. But um, uh, I think this is happening. I think this is happening across the country, Bill. I, I, I don't predict anything anymore because America has gone insane. So I don't know what Americans think anymore. Um, the, 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 this shouldn't even be close in an election. Honestly, none of this. Everybody should be like, wait a minute. You're doing what in our schools? You've done what to our economy? You want to get out of the fossil fuels? We're maybe going to war. This should be a bloodbath um, in, in the electoral counts come uh, November 8th. And it's close, which surprises me. But there is a chance. I, I don't think it's close. Yeah. Okay. The, part of me, the old yeah. Glenn, would say this is this could be almost like a uh, Ronald Reagan Walter Mondale night, where it's just much bigger than anybody predicted. 
I don't believe that the media is reporting accurately the anger of the American people. That's that's where you start. You know, I'm a simple man, you know, and I pride myself on my simplicity. (laughs) That is the big thing in this country right now. People are angry because through no fault of their own, unless you voted for Biden, (laughs) you're getting hammered on every front. I mean, uh, quality of life where I live in New York City is evaporated. And, and it's not like the people in charge can deny it, even though Biden does deny it. I have a really good column. I, I know, Beck, you're very busy. But if you can just read it on Sunday, I, I file my columns at noon Sunday on BillOReilly.com. It's called The Legend of Sleepy Biden. <laughs> okay. Read the column. Back. Okay, I will. All right. I will, I will. And this basically epitomizes even the dimmest among us, and I'm not including Stu in that. I'm he rises a little bit above it. Um even the dimmest among us know we're getting screwed. And then when he turns around with the ice cream cone and goes, oh my Hey, yeah, economy strong as hell. You know, you're just looking at him going it's over for you. And it is. It's over for Joe Biden. Gun. He's through. Uh, I did an analysis last night on uh, the No Spin News that he is the second worst president in our history in the first 21 months in office. Only James Buchanan, the legendary James Buchanan, has bested him as worst president. And he's not coming back. It's not like he's going to make a stunning comeback. He's not. Because he's delusional and he doesn't care. And that's the thing. Joe Biden does not care about you. And I'm talking to your audience now. I would understand if he didn't care about you. <laughs> yeah, and I would. I would but say he does care about me. <laughs> doesn't care about you. No, he doesn't take the time to analyze the problem and put forth any solution to it. Well, that's see, I, let, me, let me ask you, Bill, because what he was saying that about the economy with the ice cream in his hand. Yeah, I've never seen anything quite so out of touch, but. I was listening to him and taking him from an elitist point of view, from an elitist point of view. Remember, uh, uh, Bill Gates just came out and just said, uh, you know, this uh, war in Ukraine actually is is working to the advantage of getting us off of fossil fuels. It will actually speed it up. So people who are in this elitist point of view, they're looking at. Well, for, uh, you know, we've got to we got to do this. We got to get rid of fossil fuels. We have to change the way the economy works, etc. What he's saying from an elitist point of view. No, it's strong. It's it's going exactly the way we thought it would go. But he's not. He he doesn't see people. Right. He doesn't understand that there's pain in most American homes because the bills can't be paid and people can't eat the food they want to eat and travel where they want to go. And so our freedom is eroded by incompetent leadership. So therefore, on November 8th, the media is trying to tell you that abortion and and Trump and all that's going to mitigate the vote and people are going to go out and they're going to still support the Democrats. It's Bull, you know, the second word to that. It's not true. It's a contrived presentation, and it's going to up the next two weeks. You're going to see it begin on Sunday, where the corporate media is going to find they're going to bring Trump back somehow, some way. 
it's funny, Beck. Um, remember the story, I think about 10 days ago, where uh, the boxes in Mar-a-Lago were moved around by Trump? Apparently mm-hmm. Trump went down to his basement and moved boxes, okay? Mm-hmm. If anybody believes that, I mean, my God. Um, and that was, they went hysterical for 24 hours, Oh, it was Trump's moving boxes, and he knew, and he died, he's this, he's that, he's that. Everywhere you went, that's where it was. And then it disappeared, largely because of me. I went on uh, News Nation and said, this is absurd. This is insane, okay? And um, it's not true, and there's no uh, significance to it at all. But that's what's going to happen in the next two weeks. Somehow, and the January 6th committee, I, I know, will be tied into this. Trump will appear again. All right? They have to. That's the, the only thing. of election day past will rise. That is what is going to happen. But because there's nothing else uh, that the media can latch on to to help the Democrats. But what they don't know, what they don't understand is that Biden is all that people care about Biden, the economy, really. But what these people are doing to our economy and to our jobs and to our children and to parenting and all of that, they they, people are not riled up about Donald Trump. Uh, Well, the the committed left is. Yeah, but that's that's you're not going to win an election with just the committed. left. No, no. But the African-American community is a great example of uh, if they don't come out to vote, and I believe they will not, and that's not reflected in any poll, by the right. way. Okay? So in South Philadelphia, if the blacks don't go, I mean, big for Fetterman, Fetterman loses. All right? And Oz will be a Republican senator from uh, Pennsylvania. The only thing that can save um, Fetterman is if blacks come out big. And so that the media is going to try to put Trump back in front of them and say, oh, look at this fascist, even though Trump helped the African-American community by his economic policy. I, I have to tell them. you, I, I, and, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm you know, Pollyanna here, but I think that um, the black community, you know, there's always, it's always written off as, you know, like Biden did. If, you're, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Um, they're, they're just always, you know, just uh, um, considered by Democrats as, you know, a mindless group of people that will just do whatever they say. I, I think they are the ones that are on the front line. My community is not the one on the front lines. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Particularly in the violence, uh, violence, crime situation. violence, jobs, uh, you know, economic peril. It's the people are at the bottom of the ladder or marginal live people in the... that don't earn a lot of money. Yes. But see, the Democratic Party has lost Hispanics. They've lost them. And now the only voting block left, the only one, is the African-American community. And so they have to scare the African community, they, the corporate media, because that's it. It's over. So, Bill, if the African American community doesn't vote for Hochul in New York for governor. Zeldin wins. Let me let me ask you this: If um, you know, I just saw a poll. the 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 media is in the 
toilet. All media is in the Everyone toilet. Everyone hates them. Everybody hates them. Except no, you and me. Yeah. They nobody. you and me. Nobody trusts the mainstream media. No one trusts. Even the, Rep- uh, the Democrats don't trust the mainstream media. How does the mainstream media still have an effect when everyone is saying they lie to us all the time? Excellent question, Beck. Did Stu write that question? For no, you? I did. Thank you, Bill. Wait, no way. You were not supposed that. to Excellent say that. Excellent question. Docking it's because your what the corporate media does now goes on to social media. So no one's watching Lester Holt. All right. I mean, his constituency um, is in the Middle West, pretty much. But it, but once the media says something about Trump sneaks down to his basement to move boxes full of classified information, which is what they said based on nothing. There was no sourcing of it. Nothing. It gets into social media, gets into Facebook, gets into YouTube, and that's where people see it. So that's the um, power that they still have. They can get this propaganda, this BS out onto the social media and people see it. They don't have power directly broadcasting anymore, but nobody does. Cable news doesn't have it anymore nobody, nobody either. Does. Yeah, nobody does. All right? It's all social media driven now. Okay. Um, Bill, when we come back, I want to talk to you about Durham because this is just. This. Yeah, sure. And give me a minute oh for uh, the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, stand by. Back in one minute. I don't even know if you know the Durham trial is over. It's over. Anybody even talking about it? Judy writes in about her experience with relief factor. She says, I have pain in my fingers and other joints. Not fun to play a musical instrument or type on my computer when you're in pain. Thankfully, Relief Factor has brought the joy back into my playing and other activities. I've been uh, able to start making jewelry again as well. Judy, I'm so glad that you got your life back. If you have if you're not living the maximum life and I know you've probably tried everything, please try Relief Factor. It works for 70% of the people that take it. Um, Even if you have everyday aches and pains, just try Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, Relief. Try the 1995 three-week quick start. It's ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Bill, take America through the uh, the Durham trial. I mean, this is so horrendous. I, I, what is it, 18 years this guy has been uh, investigating this thing? Mm-hmm. Taxpayer money, all his crew making big salaries, including him, John Durham. Tough guy, big beard, you know, okay. So he puts uh, Danchenko on... Um, charges of lying to the FBI. Number one, who's paying Danchenko's bills? Beck, do you know Probably the United States. No. Who? Some Soros group or something like that are okay. paying his, somebody's paying Danchenko's bills. Okay. All right. And we don't know who it is. I'll find out. I'm looking. Um, and then the trial goes uh, in Alexandria, Virginia, liberal area, but not crazy liberal like D.C. And uh, the trial commences with uh, no defense at all. Danchenko doesn't testify, and the defense lawyers working for him do not bring any witnesses at all. No one. They just sit there. How 
is this possible? I know. It's just bizarre, right? So uh, Durham and his gang go in and they go, oh, Danchego did this, Danchego did that, Danchego did this, okay? And then Jerry goes, no, not guilty. (laughs) They're going, how incompetent, how incompetent is this Durham crew? I mean, really, you just listen to it. There was no defense. And the jury went, nah, nah. Now, I don't know whether the jury, I mean, it's impossible for anybody to say, oh, they were crooked or they were this or they were that. I don't, what you I know, do know is that this is a scandal that my tax money went to this guy, yep. Durham, for 18 years, and he came up with nothing. And it's a total embarrassment because we all know there was criminality in the bogus Russian collusion situation. Yeah, well, I, I will tell you, the one thing I thought of when I, when I read about the uh, trial and what was presented, he did have some, some things, um, uh, is that if you are trying something in and around the nation's capital, I don't think you have the same kind of jury pool that you have in most places in America, especially in the center of America. They're seeing corruption where I don't know if people who are working in and around all of it really care all that much because that's them. That's, again, uh, on Durham to to select a jury that he believes is smart enough to figure this out. Right. But anyway, look, it's over. I don't ever want to hear the words John Durham again. I don't think the only way to get to the bottom of this whole thing is if there's a Republican, look, the president in 24, and that person says, I'm going to set up a variety of investigations to put Americans' fears to allay those fears about the 2020 election, about Russian collusion. We're going to have independent masters, and we're going to take a methodical approach to find out what really happened. Now, I would do that because the American people now don't believe in the FBI. They don't believe in the system. They don't believe in anything anymore. Right, right. So in order to get credibility back, you've got to do an exhaustive investigation into uh, charges the election was corrupt and and Russian collusion. But, you know, Biden's never going to do that. He doesn't even know what, who John Durham is. All right. Um, you say celebrity uh, status is, uh, is a killer. Yeah, and I mean, it's, I think, look, we're doing very well with killing the legends. The only reason we didn't hit number one was because of this Maggie Haberman book. This hate Trump book. She's a reporter for the New York Times. Yeah, I know okay? who she is, yeah. Okay, so this is this is unbelievable. Trump gives her three interviews. Now, this is a woman who has tried to cut his throat for six years. And he invites her into his sanctum. I don't know why. I don't know why. But you should, because I know you read Killing the Legends. Trump is addicted to celebrity. He has to be the center of attention. He has to be noticed by the New York Times. And so he does this stuff. He knows it's not going to come out well. He gives, he says, Maggie, give me the gun. Let me put the bullets in it for you. Wow. (laughs) And then you can turn and that's the celebrity is a narcotic. It is a drug. It is. And last week you had a very profound statement. You said it's a destroyer. It's one of the worst things that could happen to a human being. Yeah. And that's true. It is. 
You can do good with celebrity, and I know you do uh, good. Look at what you did in Afghanistan. And I have a big charitable foundation that's given millions and millions of dollars to vets and children at risk. We can do good. But boy, it is, if you get caught up in that world, Kanye West, hello. You're doomed. You're doomed. doomed. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Good to talk to you. We'll talk to you again. Um, Back in just a second, we are... We are going to take on some of the other big stories of the uh, of the week. And we're going to talk a little bit about the three biggest Senate races in the country. Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania. Next. The Glenn Beck Program. Anthony writes in about his dog's experience with rough greens. He said, I got rough greens for my 12-year-old dog. She's starting to slow down and not eat regularly as she used to when she was younger. But now every time I feed her in the morning and at night, I put rough greens in the food and she instantly eats. Thank you. Anthony, I started because my dog wouldn't eat either um, and started putting it on and he just lapped it up. You watch now your dog as she starts to seem younger. Um, Uno did. I mean, it, it was amazing. It was like he was honestly a different dog. He had so much energy, uh, so much energy. Yesterday, he was chasing skunks. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> Thank you very much, Uno. Anyway, Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the dog's food, chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, all of it. The folks at Rough Greens want you to have the first trial bag just to make sure your dog likes it. Uh, first trial bag, bag free. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. The first trial bag is free. You can also call 833-GLENN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and subscribe. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Michael Malice is joining us now, host of Your Welcome, a podcast that is just great. He is uh, talking to us about the three biggest Senate races in the country. Uh, but I, I also want to talk to him about some of the tweets he put out about the number of Democrats in the House in the last 100 years. Um, there is... You know, there is a slim, but there is a possibility this becomes historic. We'll talk to him about that. First, let's go to Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona. Hello, Michael. Good morning. Uh, Are you as excited for election night as I am? (laughs) I actually am because I know what we have planned, some of the things we have planned. Oh, I don't mean us personally on the blaze. I just meant I think this is going to be really one of those epic election nights where a lot of very bad people are going to be very upset. And oh, it's going I to be hope. To the delight of the audience. I hope. I hope. Um, I, I, I feel weird predicting, but I'm I'm gathering a sense of real optimism here if people go out and vote. Yeah, I, I also think what's what I'm most looking forward to, and I would bet you agree, is that many Republicans have, and both Republican politicians and Republican voters, uh, have been tried to be the the recipients of a tactic they tried in 2016, which is you cannot vote for this person. This person is anathema, taboo, whatever 
word you want to use, and you do not have a right to choose this person as your candidate. I'm specifically thinking of Carrie Lake, who's yeah. probably been hit harder than any other candidate. She's running for governor in Arizona. She's ahead in most of the polls or one point behind in some of the others. The fact that Glenn Youngkin, who by most accounts seems to be kind of a milk toast, generic mm-hmm. Republican, went out of his way to campaign for her, uh, is v- and especially when people like Mike Pence campaigned against her in the primary, is very, very telling because this is showing how the corporate media's attempts to define who is acceptable and who is not acceptable, both for Republican mm-hmm. primary mm-hmm. voters and for the general electorate to vote for, that power is falling away rapidly. And that is to the great health of, it is. as they would put it, our democracy. It is. The fact that we are pulling away from our parties, that we are questioning all politicians, um, and we are waking up to the fact the media has been lying to us, is that is a good sign of health for the republic and the fact that Carrie Lake you know they they have this they have this thesis um if you talk listen to pundits on you know most media networks and uh, you read their articles they had this thesis that Trump is basically like the head vampire right and once we get rid of Trump everything is going to go back to normal we all saw those movies you kill the head vampire all the other vampires vanish and I've often said that Trump wasn't the river he was the dam mm. you get rid of him you're going to have this you know river of people that corporate media would not like and Carrie Lake is and and Governor DeSantis of course are very much playing in the Trump handbook in the sense of taking the fight not specifically to the Democrats but to the journalists who are carrying water and running interference for them I'm sure you saw it earlier this week when they were yelling at her for being an election denier and she just busted out the receipts of Stacey Abrams in 2018 Hillary Clinton and who knows how many others uh, in 2016 calling Trump's election illegitimate and saying Governor Kemp in Georgia, his election was stolen. So it's, it's honestly, it's what so many of us have said the whole time. Stop being afraid. Stop. Yeah. Stop giving in. Tell the truth. But it's also the inverse. The As another Arizona and John McCain learned, they're never going to like you or yes. they're only going to like you insofar as you're doing their bidding. And the second you are in the way of their schemes, as McCain found out mm-hmm. in 2008, they will throw you under the bus so fast it would leave you skid marks from California to Maine. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about um, Fetterman. Oh, uh, my favorite candidate um, uh, of this <laughs> yeah. year. I, I sent him money this week. Uh, I, Just because it's be fun, much, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if they literally shaved the Chewbacca or they found Lurch <laughs> um, and they kind of took him from Butler to being in the Senate. Uh, he needs a. Um, Teleprompter to even hear the questions, yeah. which frankly in this day and age makes him presidential more than anything, right. rather than being a senator. He should be running for Biden's seat in Delaware, to be honest, you know, because of the brain damage. Uh, and his wife, I don't know if you saw this, Glenn, she was very upset at that reporter who was asking yeah. very benign, germane questions about, look, you need a prompter to hear what I'm saying. Voters are concerned about your health. Is this a concern? And uh, you know, How dare you question the, the health of a man who most recently had a stroke? Right. How dare you? How, yeah, dare, how you? dare you, sir? Um, I have to tell is, you, I, I want uh, to see, I would pay money. In fact, if anybody can produce this in a realistic way, I mean... I might pay you money for this. I I want to see him and Gene Wilder on the stage doing putting on the Ritz. 
I just say, but not a rich. It is. It's John Fetterman. But the thing that I'm very surprised about, and I, Glenn, I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts as well. The two, the two big kind of swing races where you had these kind of odd candidates, uh, celebrity candidates, was Georgia and Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz, who obviously has no political background, particularly Herschel Walker, football star, um, had no particular political background either in Georgia. Both were nominated by the Republicans in large part due to their name recognition and their bank accounts. And Oz looked dead in the water. He was running a terrible campaign. Republicans weren't buying it. But now he's in better shape than Herschel Walker. More importantly, he has the momentum. Uh, he was behind in all the polls, you know, not that long ago. And now he's caught up or a point or two behind. So I think that is a big surprise that he's looking to be in many ways a safer bet than Walker in Georgia. Are you surprised to see that happen, Glenn? Um, I am, but I I wouldn't count Herschel Walker out. Um, I think Herschel Walker's going to win. I don't know if you saw oh, the I, debate, but I think he's going to no, win. I, I, I agree with you. I think he's going to win. And the reason is we haven't had a wave election in, uh, I think, like eight years. 2020, the, the, it wasn't a wave election because Republicans picked up House seats. In 2018, it should have been, a, uh, excuse me, in 2018, it wasn't a wave election. 2016, you know, Trump won, but it wasn't some kind of massive wave one way or another. 2014 was when all the races that were toss-ups broke for the Republicans, and they had their biggest House majority since the 1920s. If you look at the real clear average of polls, of polls, which is kind of the most reliable one because it, it's a poll of polls. Every single house race that they were looking at, that was that you know the last race changes. I think there were twenty of them. Every single one went in the direction of the Republicans. Now that didn't mean the Republicans were favored. In some cases, the Democratic lead went from ten points to seven or fifteen to mm -hmm. twelve, and they're still going to win. Point being, if you have this kind of nationalization of an election and every race starts breaking in one direction, we've seen it. In, you and I are old enough to see this in '94. We saw for the Democrats in 2006, 2008. If that's the case, then all three of these kind of races that are going to decide the Senate, specifically Arizona, uh, uh, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, they're all going to break Republican. I, I want uh, – Herschel Walker and Fetterman are the two candidates I'm most excited about, um, and I, I agree. With, well, did you – I read Herschel Walker's book this week. Did you know he played Russian roulette so many times he's lost track of count? Did you know that? I did know he, that. By his own words. Yeah, no, so I, I, don't I know. know. He's not like that. He's an, He used to be a neighbor of mine. Uh, so I, I, okay. I know him. He's he admits to his crazy, crazy life. And right. I, I think he has I think he has it under control. I think he knows, well, you know, what caused it and and uh, and, uh, you know, what the effects are. Well, I, I mean, I, I think most people know what the effects of Russian roulette are. Yeah, um, no, I know. And, and, and I think this is the kind of thing I'm Russian, but you know, uh, I guess technically, if I play roulette, it's Russian roulette. But yeah, I don't I, even I, play roulette, roulette. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you did a couple of polls um, on uh, Twitter the other day. If Republicans take control of Congress next month, will Joe Biden govern more like Bill Clinton, leading things more balanced right. budget and defense of marriage act, which he voted for, or will he stay the course? Ninety percent said stay the course. 100% agree with that. Yeah, it's obviously not a very scientific poll because it's just yeah, my yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the thing, you know, 
Joe Biden as a senator, you know, in the 90s, he was this kind of quote unquote centrist Clinton Democrat voted for a defensive marriage act. And now he's tweeting about how important it is for everyone to be able to marry who they want. I, I think the reason why I would agree that if if um, the Republicans take the Congress as it looks quite likely that they will, that Biden is going to stay the course is it seems pretty clear to pretty much everyone, including Democrats, that Biden is not really the leader. Uh, if you look at those massive spending bills, none of them were particularly Biden priorities. It's not like he was there like, you know, supposedly this blue collar Joe. These were all kind of lefty environmentalist things. He's mm -hmm. not he that wasn't ever his issue. So it seems quite clear that first of all, he's in only in the White House do the powers that be in the Democratic Party, like a Warren Harding kind of situation. Mm -hmm. The men in the smoke filled rooms. No one liked Biden. He was doing terribly in the primaries. Then phone calls came and the party's like, all right, we got, he's our guy to stop Bernie Sanders. And there's been very little leadership from like Obamacare was Obama's decision. You know, Pelosi uh, was the one kind of behind the, the mechanics of it, but he, it was clearly his big vision. Biden doesn't have vision at all. He can't even get up the steps. So, you know, I think that's actually correct that if the Republicans take over Congress, uh, that he's, I, I, I don't think it's just going to be stalemate, which is frankly my most preferred uh, method of governance in Washington. Um, well, yeah, I like it when they're not. I like it when they're not doing anything, but there's a lot of stuff that needs to be reversed or, or sure. we, we can't sure. have we can't have nothing going on for two years. Uh, we need some things reversed uh, can and they you? can do it if they stop the continuing resolutions and actually yes. produce a budget. They do that of those. Good. So, uh, of those three races, which do you think is the most likely to switch to Republican between Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Arizona? I think they're all going to. But yeah, but which is most likely? Mm, it's a tough one, right? It's a tough one. Georgia or Arizona? Um, yeah, that, right. I think the Arizona also, even though Blake is doing the worst of the three in the polling. Yeah, but Carrie's doing so well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing. She's I think it's it's the other the other thing is the Pennsylvania governor is going to be a drag on Oz. He's doing significantly worse than Oz in the polls. But Governor Kemp in Georgia, his coattails because he's beating the incumbent Stacey Abrams <laughs> um, by, by a significant margin, in all the polls that might be enough to pull Herschel Walker over the finish line as well. Only because only because, Michael, they have suppressed the vote. <laughs> I mean, yes, they set all kinds of records for early voting, but there is suppression there. What could it have been if they weren't suppressing the vote? America's worst vote suppressors. <laughs> the thing that's that's great about about why I'm so hopeful about the future of this country before the Internet, you would not be able to have. Uh, instantly, someone putting together a compilation of all the times Stacey Abrams claimed that the election in 2018 yeah. was stolen from her. Yeah. And then when she opens the debate, you know, just lying and saying, oh, yeah, I've always I never said this. You could you, you're not going to have to rely on The New York Times or CNN or even Fox to play the footage. You can just go go on Twitter. Here's the compilation. Watch it for yourself. This is just put together her own words. And very clearly people see, OK, these people have no problem not only lying, but lying about things that are very easily disprovable you know it's really weird i i hadn't thought of it that way because i remember going is anyone going to point this out yeah i mean i've done this for 40 you know 45 years is anyone going to point this out you don't have to it, now people are doing it in social media 
And it, you're right. It, I mean, within an hour, somebody has yeah. done it. It's fantastic. It's, it's really, really great. And Carrie Lake's being very good with that. She's got something called the Carrie Lake War Room, and she just is nuking journalists left I and have, right. I have. Have it's, you met her yet? Yeah, I've had her on my show. It yeah. was it was it was a quite an edifying conversation. Yeah, I really, really like her. I I, I think I I just was with her a couple of weeks ago, and uh, said uh, after talking to her in person and really, you know, having just a good eye to eye conversation. I think this woman, if she does well in governing, um, if she is a, a Ron DeSantis style governor. That woman could be the first U.S. president. She, I mean, she's remarkable, remarkable. Well, or, or she could be another Liz Trust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that jeez, that didn't go well at all, did it? Yeah, they're going to bring Boris Johnson back now. Is that really what they're going to do? That's really what they're talking it's about incredible. doing. I think it's for those that don't know, we're talking to the British prime minister who stepped down at the 44 days or 45 days. I don't remember what it was, but it's kind of funny. Like you guys are saying, they're thinking about bringing Boris Johnson. It's kind of like when you have a band and they recast the lead singer and like, no, it likes him. It's like, you know what? Let's bring back the old guy. Yeah. Who cares yeah. if there's yeah. problems with him? People liked him a little more. It's, it's Michael hilarious Malice. to watch. Thank you so much. Take care, uh, folks. Michael Malice. You can uh, find him in his, uh, in his podcast is great. All right. Tunnel to Towers Foundation is our sponsor this half hour. They've been supporting America's heroes and families since 9-11. I want to tell you about one of those heroes, decorated New York Fire Department member named Christopher Slutman. He became a staff sergeant in the Marines after 9-11. In 2019, Christopher was killed in action by an IED, leaving his wife and three kids behind. Thankfully, we have the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They sprang into action. And uh, took care of the family. If a military service member or a first responder doesn't come home, young children are left behind. They pay off the home mortgage, help out with the financial burden, and bring much-needed stability to the family. And I mean fast, fast. These guys are they're the real deal. They're really good. Um, the house that uh, Christopher and his wife picked is the place to raise their, raise their kids. It's now the house those kids feel safe in and they're able to continue living there because because of people like you donating to tunnel to towers and they paid off the mortgage help america's heroes and their families donate eleven dollars a month to tunnel for towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t.org stay informed sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com All right, you sick, twisted freak. It's two weeks. Next week, two weeks from Election Day. So, I mean, anything could happen. And it's, I mean, it's America today. Plan on something crazy. Aliens. Aliens could arrive and blow the election somehow or another. They're, we're for the Democrats. You know, if they're, if they're planning on eating us, they would say... We're for the Republicans! And that way they throw the election. But if they're friendly, they throw the election. I don't know why it always works out horribly for us, but two weeks. The Glenn Beck Program.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, America. It is Friday. We've got a great final hour of the week. I have... I have a couple of a couple of stories uh, about protesters that uh, have been sitting on my desk now for a couple of days, and I can't wait to share them. I've been saving them for Friday when we're all like, "Eh, I don't really want to think anymore," and I'd like to hear about some protester getting themselves mixed up into something, you know, like throwing tomato soup on a priceless painting, and then. Realizing, oh crap, I'm allergic to tomato soup. Wouldn't that be great? I've got one of those stories for you coming up in just a second. But we start with where is James Gordon Meek in 60 seconds. Now, Mike Lindell has great products, great products. He's got slippers and towels, mattress cover. He has the MyPillow, of course. But he has the Giza Dream Sheets, which that and the pillow are my absolute favorites. Um, these are great sheets, really, really soft and really inexpensive. They're 60% off right now. If you need sheets, these are the best sheets you'll ever get, especially for the price. The promo code is Beck. I sleep on them every single night. We have them throughout the house now. Yeah, even my kids, they're cheap enough. You know, they're cheap enough. $39.99, I'm willing to spend that on the kids. So everybody has the Giza Dream Sheets. I really love these. Try. Why sleep on anything but the best, especially when they are inexpensive in the first place and now 60% off? MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square. Check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets, along with other limited time offers. Enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials. MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. All right. Where is James Gordon Meek? Now, if you're asking yourself, no, Glenn, who is James Gordon Meek? That's where we begin to have a problem in America. James Gordon Meek is a, a prominent and important investigative journalist. He is a, uh, a journalist that crossed somebody somewhere in the government. His apartment was raided by the FBI back in April, back in April. And he hasn't been seen since. This is a journalist who is an investigative journalist who apparently had stumbled into something that made somebody in one of the agencies upset. They were going in to search his apartment. Although they won't say this, they'll say they were on that block at that time, but they won't give any other information. And no one has seen this guy since April until a Rolling Stone story broke. Now, I want you to I want you to know, first of all, the Rolling Stone does not have the best record of being accurate on things. So I, I it is this is not the story of the week. This is maybe the most important story of at least the year, 
maybe longer than this, because we're not China. You don't just take a journalist off the street and he disappears and no one says anything. No journalist at ABC is even interested. How does this happen? So there's a chance that Rolling Stone has it wrong. But if they don't have it wrong, this is the First Amendment. And I have never in my lifetime seen anything like this in America. And it must be answered. Where is James Gordon Meek? The, the news cycle is like just this vortex. It just sucks everything into it and it's gone flying past you. We cannot forget this. Understand, if the FBI actually disappeared a journalist, this is a hundred times worse than the Mar-a-Lago raid, than, than the FACE Act. This is disappearing someone who is investigating corruption in the government. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. We, are, we know we have a corrupt DOJ. We know we have a DOJ that is persecuting people. They put these people in prison for the FACE Act. We will have our first political prisoners. There's no doubt those will be political prisoners. But this is Putin or Saudi Arabia. Now, is that hyperbole? No. It's not. I mean, Trump was bad, but he's just the president. And and this man perhaps was a journalist. The the office of the president of the United States is important. And we should not tarnish it and we should not target it. But that's politics and really dirty politics. And it's supposed to be a kind of a, more of a ceremonial office, really. It's not supposed to have the power that it does. Treating the president like he's above the mandate of his position, which is supposed to be the servant to the will of the people, is a mistake we've made over and over and over and over and over again. And it gets in, in trouble every time we do. Now, for the first time, we think we have a deep state that is actively thwarting. Okay, that's really bad. However, journalism is mentioned in the first amendment this is the closest thing that we have that is sacrosanct uh, uh, sacrosanct than within anything else we really have our bill of rights violated everywhere violated everywhere they're currently violating it through facebook and google they're violating it because they're public par private partnerships and so i think that's the government violating our first amendment right which is you know you can offend my first amendment right but the government can't they've put things in there that were really important the first and second amendment this is the, the those are about protecting you 
and giving you the tools to protect yourself against an out-of-control government. So it's freedom of speech. You have the right to say whatever you want without fear of persecution. You have the freedom of religion to practice the religion and government cannot stop you from practicing religion. Now, both of those have been violated. You have the right to petition your government and ask questions and demand answers. They're not doing that. You have the right in the First Amendment to assemble not to be a mob, not to burn down cities, but you have the right to assemble. And you have freedom of the press. The press is really important. Not the press we have. It's totally corrupt. But even if they are corrupt, you must hold the First Amendment on the press to be sacred. We've got a hell of a lot of people that are just, they're in with the government and they're just, I mean, they're, the press is the greatest threat to America, quite honestly, because they've merged with the government. I paint people in the press, rightfully so, the way I paint them, because they have dirtied the name of journalism. And if they don't repair it quickly, and I don't think they can anymore, it will die out. Luckily, with the Internet, if the government doesn't kill this, you have new people coming that are doing the job and exposing powers. So no matter what shape it's in, no matter how battle weary, no matter how beaten down and and destroyed by the decades and decades of mudslinging and outright lies. The free press still does live in our country. The First Amendment is more important than the American flag, the Statue of Liberty, Mount Rushmore, any of that. You, can, you, could, you could disappear those things and it would be sad. I'd be sad. It'd be a real bummer. And I'd be outspoken about it. Hey, what happened to that? But you start disappearing journalists. If we can no longer speak freely, our ability to think freely will atrophy. And we will crumble into the mist of ages. James Gordon Meek, in the words of our time, say his name, James Gordon Meek, and keep saying it. Say it to your neighbors. Explain what you do know. And if you don't know the story, read the story. Ask yourself, how does an ABC investigative journalist just fall off the map after being swept up by the FBI early in morning when his last tweet was facts? He hasn't tweeted. He hasn't posted. He hasn't done anything since April. Where is he? And why does ABC News not care? Why? 
Are there no friends? Family? What? Why is no one even asking these questions? And and more importantly, why do the ones that you can get a hold of, when you ask about them, they say, no comment. They'll say, I'm not commenting on this story. Why? Why? Until we know what's happened to him, and hopefully, hopefully he's just, you know, he's like, I, you know, I just needed to get out in the woods for six months, and I didn't want to tell anybody, and he shows up, and he's, you know, unshaven, and maybe a little crazy because he's been chased by a bear. Whatever, that's a good ending to the story. But we cannot let this story and him die like a torch in the rain. Maybe he's gone nuts. Maybe, maybe. Coincidentally, on the same day, the FBI swept him up. Because that's what, that's what they're trying to elude. That Well, he might have gone nuts. Uh-huh. Well, it's not the first time journalists have gone nuts. But if the FBI is behind his disappearance, if unelected officials of the United States government appointed by the administration that is sitting in office right now, if they, if they delivered a blow against one of the most sacred freedoms Americans hold dear to our hearts, it is time for a change. We have to have the proof. People, this is what journalism is supposed to do. And why is it, why is it that I'm sticking up for an ABC reporter? There's a handful of us who are standing up and going, where's James Meek? Where is he? There's just a handful of us. Why? Oh my gosh, if they, if... If Donald Trump said, hey, can you just come in the hallway for a second? I just want to ask you a question. They would have said that he was trying to stifle the press, that he was going to destroy the press. You do not have a country, one that you want to live in, without the ability for people to question and yes, make some people in the government uncomfortable. They cannot disappear people. Or we're in China. We are Saudi Arabia. This is tyranny. Say his name, America. Where is James Gordon Meek? Where? Is James Gordon Meek? Why will no one tell us the answer? You lock the door of your house when you leave to go to work, right? You know, when you get out of the car at work, I mean, you just, you know, at my iPad, uh, don't forget your iPad, hide it, put it in the trunk, whatever. You keep your wallet in your pocket, you just don't leave it out somewhere. And that is because, well, it's a pattern. You know, you need to, 
You need to think, why are we doing that? Because we don't want people taking our stuff, taking our our information. And we're online. And do we lock the doors? Cybercrime is going to affect all of us. And I know times are tight, but you, you don't cut security of the Internet out. Your family uh, will will grow to regret that one. Top of the line in cybersecurity is LifeLock, both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Nobody can prevent anything because they're always finding new ways. And gee, maybe the government would be in it. I can't say. LifeLock will help you. Um, they're there and 25% off the first year with LifeLock by Norton. Use the promo code Beck, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Promo code Beck, 10 seconds, station ID. I have a happy story. I have a happy story. I have a happy story. Do you? I have a happy story. It is good. Yes, yes, yes. Climate protesters already hate them. Climate protesters who glued their hands to the floor of a Volkswagen exhibit in Wolfsburg, Germany, are in trouble. Now, when you saw the people glue the hands to the wall of the museum, did you have a first thought? And what was it? Turn out the lights, close yes. the museum for three weeks. Yep. Then that come was back mine. And huh, pick sucks, up the damage. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Okay. So they're upset because Volkswagen would not bring them a bowl to defecate and urinate in during the process uh, during the protest. They're, they're worried they were not being treated with uh, dignity, which just so people are aware in case there's questions about this, you there's no way to pee and poo in a bowl with dignity with dignity there's not, not no, no, no it's there's not possible. no way to do that they said quote volkswagen told us they supported our right to protest but then they wouldn't give us a bowl to urinate and defecate in in a decent manner while we were glued <laughs> decent manner. and they turned off the heating Aww. people in support can't get out of the building oh darn it Darn it. See, I support your right to protest, too. But you glue yourself to the floor of my building. Bye bye. You're not going to be able to get out of the building. I might move the entire staff from the building and then just lock it up and go home. For weeks. They might. Weeks. Hmm. They'll find you as a skeleton. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, he revised it and said, oh, well, actually, they are letting them leave, but they're not letting them back in. Yeah. And yeah. they're not letting yeah. us order our food. They're only letting us have the food they're providing. So they're providing food, Volkswagen, which I do. I would not do. And secondarily, they're complaining that they can't get the, the Uber Eats order it they is, want. Let me just say this. It's Volkswagen. Volkswagen. It was the car company of the Nazis. They didn't give you a bowl and you have to eat the food that they're delivering. It's you're lucky you're not dead. It's Volkswagen. The guy who was like, that guy, he was the one that said, hey, you should make the beetle. Okay. So 
I think you're saying the record maybe not stellar. (laughs) Maybe maybe suboptimal. No. Yeah. No. What what is the thing too with the gluing themselves to stuff? Like, does that help the climate in some way? I'm not aware of. Try this one, Massachusetts. uh, This uh, this woman, uh, she was uh, protesting eviction. The sheriff came to her door. She unleashed a box of bees on them. And she said, I hope they have allergies. She's in jail today, and I think they should glue her to the bars, Mm. quite honestly. Leashing bees. These These people are nuts. Can we just... No one's coming to your cause with this stuff. We'll walk around you at Volkswagen going, ha, there are those kids that glued themselves. back program. I might even go to the Volkswagen plant just to see it. Anthony writes in about his uh, dog's experience with rough greens. He said, I got rough greens for my 12-year-old dog. She started to slow down a bit, not eat as regularly as when she was younger. But now, every time I feed her, morning and night, I put rough greens on her food, and she instantly eats all of it. Anthony, thank you for writing in. Thank you um, for trying Rough Greens and taking good care of your dog. Now, this isn't a dog food. It's a supplement. uh, And it was the guy who came up with it is a naturopathic doctor, Dennis Black. And you sprinkle it on the dog food. Chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, most likely it's in Rough Greens. Most dogs love it and go crazy for it. I know Uno did, and he was a real problem eater. It made him eat his food, but then, and this was a bonus for me, he became a different dog. I I thought he was healthy. He became such an active dog, totally different. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. RoughGreens.com slash Beck. Get your free trial bag. Just pay for shipping at RoughGreens.com slash Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. All right, so I told you about the uh, protester that unleashed the bees on the sheriff. Told you about the protesters that glued themselves to the floor and then were upset because Volkswagen wouldn't give them a a bucket to poop and pee in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sucks to be you. Um, let me give you. Let me give you a couple of others. Uh, and maybe I don't know. Maybe it's too soon. Maybe it's too soon. Um, but um, Ethan Klein said on his podcast. I mean, I'll give it to anybody now. I guess um, <laughs> he said that. Uh, that is uh, how podcasts work. They yeah. do give them to anybody. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Shapiro. I hope if there's another Holocaust, Ben Shapiro gets gassed first. <laughs> See, that's, that's funny. funny. That's funny. It's funny to say, to joke about Jews being gassed. It is. That's, Especially that's if you're Jewish. Mm-hmm. It is so great. Now, he said, I know I'm going to be gassed too if that happens, but there would be some satisfaction if Ben Shapiro was first. You're a moron. Ugh. Uh, give me, let me give you another moron. Uh, Georgetown students have walked out during a Mike Pence speech. No. No. Now, they didn't have that intention when they first walked in, right? They were going to sit there reasonably. They thought he was a reasonable man. They were going to hear some just political talk. They, they had no intention of leaving and screaming, hate has no home here in the middle of the speech. By the way, I hear people chanting, hate has no home here. I don't even look to the stage. Could be Adolf Hitler. 
but I don't even look to the stage because you have you have so corrupted hate, bigotry, everything else. That's you know that's everything. He only had he had my name in a Manila folder. That is, isn't Manila in the Philippines? Why is he oppressing? People from Manila and their folders. I mean, shut up. Yeah, when you do that, I at least assume you have no argument. I, uh, me too. Right? Like, me I too. assume you're saying that because you don't have a logical argument. Yep. Because that would be a much better approach. Okay. Another thing I want to talk to you about, New York City officials unveiled the uh, living conditions at the new migrant facility. Now, this is for single adult males. The uh, illegal immigrant camp. Remember. New York cannot afford this. They need a billion dollars to build this camp. Okay. Uh, Your tax dollars uh, are going to help uh, not just the tent, but big screen TVs, Xbox gaming systems, a laundry service, 24-hour snack bar, and culturally appropriate cuisine. my mind gonna lose my mind by the way good news just calm down a little bit uh you know elizabeth warren remember her yeah what is that wrong did i culturally appropriate something no because you're more in native american than she is remember yeah i'm you double did the dna i'm, I'm mm-hmm. double anyway um so uh, the appeals court have found that the consumers bureau funding and that's the thing that that was her baby totally unconstitutional oh Oh. I wish that meant something. Yeah. It certainly doesn't Me seem too. to when it comes to the no. loan situation. Yeah, the loan situation, they did, they deemed that that was okay. Well, they just can't find standing to sue. They keep throwing these things out of uh, out of court because they can't find anyone with standing, or at least they have not approved it. I anymore. have standing. You have standing. It's our money. They, they've said, they've ruled in court that just because you're a taxpayer, that does not mean you have standing. Bull crap. Bull well, that's what they've said. Crap. Yeah, I, I know. I well, agree I don't with agree you. With bull crap. Yeah. Um, also, you know, you say it doesn't have any meaning. New Jersey legislators have now advanced a bill for guns. They are going to make sure that they are one with the law and the spirit of the Second Amendment, protecting gun owners, protecting gun owners while also trampling everybody's rights to own a gun. Hmm. Uh, it's a it's a really it's a cute, a, a really cute law um, where, you know, you have to be of good moral character. What does that mean? Well, it's a requirement. You have to prove that you're of good moral character. Oh, OK. And that's going to be based on at least four character references, an in-person interview and statements made on social media, along with any other information that licensing officials deem relevant. There's never been a moral post on social no, media. No. It's never occurred. No. And, gee, I I wonder if you've ever said anything bad about BLM if you're going to get that gun. No, of course. Not. No, of course not. Mm. Uh, by the way. Again, I think I have standing here. Do you remember the good old days when they said not one penny of taxpayer dollars are going to go to fund abortions? Yeah, we've decided to go the extra mile now. The Pentagon is going to pay service members travel costs for abortions, too. So if you're on a base and you can't get your abortion, 
don't worry, the Pentagon will pay for your flight out to California. What? What? Uh, That's those are your military dollars being spent. Military dollars. Mm. Oh, I'd rather pay for a six hundred dollar toilet seat. Um, Biden has also, you know, he's. I mean, he's such a compassionate guy. He has dropped English and U.S. history testing for mentally challenged immigrants. Okay. Um, they, they have disabilities so great they can't learn basic English or pass a U.S. civics test. Okay, well, all right. But can we, can we, can we define that a little, a little bit? Are they with their parents? I, mean, I, I don't want anybody coming in to be a U.S. citizen. And you're coming in as a family. But is this border crossers that are just, you know, claiming that they have mental disability? What, what is this? What is this? And why all of a sudden is there a because I haven't heard the outcry for that bill. And one more story. College enrollment is now nowhere near pre-pandemic levels. Down another 7% this year. That's fantastic. That system has to die eventually. It has to die. It's not to say that you should not further your education no. after high school, of course. It's that great. System is that system is dead. It's junk. It is. It really no, is. No, it's, it's not junk. It's poison. It is. It's, it's poison. Obviously, the terrible things it does to your kids mm-hmm. aside, just the idea that like, hey... We live in a, in, a, in a situation where basically every piece of information is free, right? You can go on the internet and find everything. Yet they're going to charge you fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year to go to a college, and then just to add insult to injury, charge you two, three, four hundred dollars per book. That you need a book, really? In this, <laughs> really, two or three hundred dollars per textbook. To act just to be able to go to the class to learn the things that you could probably learn for free otherwise. And the textbooks are all bullcrap because they're all written by professors. That's why they call it. They cost two hundred dollars per book because that's that's a way to kick back to the professor. Totally. That's all that is. I mean, it is a scam and it is poison. But here's some good news. Mm -hmm. At least at least. We don't have a parliamentary system. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I can't take this. Look, I don't care what Great Britain does in its own. Po- like you can you can do what you need to do. But I would say the same thing to a heroin user. It's time for an intervention. <laughs> we need to step in and help our friends in Britain. This system is completely ridiculous. I wait, 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 wait. I want to just I want to defend one part that I've always made fun of. Okay. You know, order, oh, yeah, order, yeah, yeah, okay. and they're all yelling at each other all yeah, the time. All right, that's fine. At least they're still debating on the floor. I mean, but it's just a stand-up comedy show. They all just have one-liners. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I, it. Have you noticed? I mean, I like I it's entertaining it. to watch. I don't know yeah. if it's government, but yeah, it's, no, it's entertaining it's to watch. It's fun to watch. But like Liz Truss comes into office again off of a weird sort of side scandal. There was really no reason to remove Boris Johnson in the first place. But like all the tabloids decided they wanted it. So it just happens. And then they put in Liz Truss. She proposes these maniacal tax cuts. Again, we went over the uh, the 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 the, uh, details of these you know, weeks ago. I was going to say months ago, but it definitely has not been months because she only lasted 44 (laughs) days. Hey, hey. 
but she is the first woman to only last 44 there days. There you go. Very important. Yes. Uh, she she had uh, one. She was lowering middle class tax cuts, uh, middle class tax rates by one percent. One percent. Now, this was already pre-planned, already going to happen. She moved up the date it was going to happen. And her big crime, apparently, was lowering rates on uh, the highest bracket from 45 to 40. Now, she abandoned that almost immediately, but that was in her initial proposal. And yeah, the markets went nuts, but the markets are going nuts all over the world. So she's out now after 44 days. And now they're saying that Boris Johnson may just come back in. They just gave him like a month and a half off to go to the Caribbean. And you think I'm joking, but he's literally currently in the Caribbean. <laughs> that is that's where he is. He's now flying back to Great Britain so that he can apparently run again for the job he just lost six weeks ago. This is insanity. I, I know we are screwed up here. I, I got it. Like I, our country does not operate uh, at peak efficiency. <laughs> but, but like is that how you describe that's it? how i would describe not operating at peak efficiency watching the rest of the world yeah <laughs> yes. that's how i describe it because i don't think we have this thing figured out here but it's certainly a hell of a lot better than what they're doing there and My seemingly gosh. everywhere else Order! Order! <laughs> this is crazy glenn what is? Ha- what? I don't know. It's it, Israel is like that too. Yeah, Israel like, is the same thing. Yeah, every two days another election. I know. Wait, what? Stop it with this. Plan your elections in advance. <laughs> is that too much to ask? Put it on a calendar. And- I like the fact. I like the fact that the prime minister has to be invited by the queen to form a government. Every right. time there's a prime minister election, <laughs> the prime minister says i'm out and then they'll have their little you know insider election and uh, then the queen has to invite and say i'd like you to uh, form a government in my name oh yes your majesty mm. i mean it is very weird it's weird it's weird and not to mention whenever they get good polls like hey we're up by eight points in the polls there's a new election next week what do you mean you called for a new election next week? It's really what happens. And look, I get that this is, a, I'm speaking from a place in which half the country believes the election was stolen until the other side wins. Then the other half of the country thinks the election is stolen. I'm not saying we're doing a great job here. I'm just saying, at least we know no, when our elections no, occur. No. We know let the me just dates throw in. occur. Let, let me just... Tell you, as you were ranting on this and saying, you know, I know we have problems. I look up to the monitors in the room and they say the Chiron under the president who's speaking live Mm -hmm. said three trillion dollars of debt is irresponsible. And (laughs) wait, what? 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 This is your He's game. this is him him coming out now and saying you can't elect the Republicans because they're going to deliver tax cut. Exactly what happened. Exactly what happened in England because they will have tax cuts. God, they're so desperate. I mean, oh my god. This is what they're doing. It's crazy. You're right. You know what? They saw that Liz Truss, a conservative, yeah. was taken down in Great Britain, and now they're like, well, let's try approach number 14 before the election happens. 
This is what they're doing. But this one has the same kind of ending the last one does. When the Republican, mark my words, when the Republicans get in, you will see a crash the minute they start doing anything because the central banks are in on it. That's why 1% crash things because the central bank said, whoa, wait a minute, what's happening with the with the uh, retirement funds? Retirement funds started to crash, mm-hmm. and it was all blamed on a 1% tax cut. You watch, it's going to happen, mm-hmm. and he'll blame the Republicans. All right, speaking of that, how would you like to protect your dollar? Uh, your dollar is uh, worth, I've said this for years, less and less and less until it becomes worthless. How do you protect yourself? Well, you have to you have to think like the Germans did in the 1920s and 1930s. Think like the Jews thought. What is of value? What will people need? Well, the world always resets to gold. Gold should be a lot higher than it is right now. Um, But they're playing games. However, Gold doesn't lose. It never goes to zero. 866-GOLDLINE. Your dollar is going to go to zero. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Call them now. They've got a great special. Today is the last special. When you buy the legal tender card, you get 50 of the Benjamin Franklin Copper Rounds at no cost. Uh, Just call them and ask them about the special now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. What are you doing this weekend, Stuart? That is a great question that will be answered by my wife when I see her. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly the same. I was going to go to uh, Salt Lake, uh, but I think Mike thought better of it. I think Mike was (laughs) like, no, they they just couldn't. He was he's out today. And uh, so maybe I'll go next week. I don't know. Um, But uh, it's a very important race, that Mike Lee race. Very important race. Needs to uh, he needs to win that one. Yeah, he needs to win that one. Win that your race. Gut feeling on that. I think he wins. That is my honest feeling. Yeah, your, your scientific feeling on that. My scientific feeling is I believe he wins. Good. I would not. You know, I think he wins by eight points. And that is impossibly low yes, for, for I how know. much he should win by. He should yeah. be winning that race by thirty points. He shouldn't but. even have to. He, he could. He should be in the position where he could say, "You know, Utah. Sometimes you're dead to me," and he'd still win by twenty. Right. Points, he should have know? the Donald Trump shooting people <laughs> yeah. on Fifth Avenue thing, yes. and it should work. Yeah, yeah. But, he should, but he doesn't. Um, but uh, they're trying to fool the people of Utah. They're yeah. trying to, to screw with their heads. Where, and it's, it's working for some, I suppose. Wherever you are, consider working for somebody's uh, election this weekend. Use the time God's given us. The Glenn Beck Program.